0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com
1: I think the scariest part was just how easily I switched sides in it. Like, I was at, at one point, I'm just like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. And then the next, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, nope, that's it. Boom, I'll sell that. Like well, that I'm,
0: seems exactly like something you'd do. You're kind no, of a. A traitorous type?
1: No, I don't. Well, I don't think I'm a traitorous type. But But you said how
0: easily it came to you. In this,
1: I mean, it was just like nothing. I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, Yeah, that's fine. Um, I will just be I will just be a traitor now. And that's all that's going to happen. And I will switch sides, and then I'll be the bad guy. I don't know. It's really scary. I don't know what it says about me, but I need I need some thoughts and opinions. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We've got a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today. I do want to say uh, a big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Yeah. Yes. When you are making
0: your Amazon purchases, whatever they may be. Because that's the best place to make Amazon purchases is by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on that Amazon link.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Because it
0: takes you to Amazon where you make Amazon purchases.
1: Yes, but first, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Mm-hmm. It's the secret they don't want you to know about, but mm-hmm. we're going to tell you on this show because we don't hold back any secrets. the no. That's the, no, that's the right. bottom line here. Mm-hmm. We're letting you know what the, the man doesn't want you to know. Yes. And that's to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. Damn also, um, coming up on Thursday, if you are anywhere near the Portland, Oregon metro area, we will be having our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night on Thursday at the Landmark Saloon, 4847. 484- southeast division two
0: days from now two and I'm just, days yes and i'm really looking forward to seeing everybody and hanging out and having uh having a good time let's all have some laughs yes have some drinks absolutely play some bingo this is all these are all good things make some 69 jokes oh well let's yeah do that all of these to happen. things let's do all of these things together
1: and that is at 6 p.m uh, pacific time here on thursday uh, February 23rd. February 23rd at the Landmark Saloon with our sponsors. Reka Vodka, filtered through uh, the volcanic fields of Iceland, mm-hmm. Sarah, Reka Vodka is. And then Small Town Brewery, which the one thing uh, we've been advertising Small Town Brewery, uh, I'll just be honest, the, so okay. that Not Your Mom's iced tea, it didn't come in. So the they, uh, shipment didn't arrive in time. So we're going to be doing Not Your Father's Root Beer and Not Your... Grandmother's cream ale. cream ale. Yes. So we, we'll be doing those two things. And mm-hmm. so we'll have that there. So still some Not Your Father's Root Beer specials, just as good. And uh, that'll be happening all on this Thursday at the Landmark Soledad.
0: And we will be there, and we
1: hope that you will be too. Yes, indeed. Um, all right, so I'm trying to figure out what's going on, because it's been a while since I've had these kind of strange dreams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a segment here on the show where I ask for, for listeners, and if you're listening live, please help me with some analysis to understand what exactly is going on. Uh, with me with my head and I because I don't I don't get it but it was a really this is one of the strangest nights of dreams that I've had in a while and I don't know if I'm the only one
0: I mean I always have weird dreams I'm always fascinated by people who say that they don't have dreams because I always have these weird like full night like adventure just weird things going on
1: yeah I mean I I have those and I, I do have those quite a bit because we we've talked about them but this is there was something different about this one and I don't really know what to uh, what to say other than maybe just explain it and maybe you can try to analyze it for me Sarah. I don't do you have your dream book? I don't know if that's I here. I do. Maybe, I think
0: it's in the other room. All
1: right, maybe we could she grab the dream book. Ready? Well, I I know I threw you under the bus there uh, to, to go to the other room and grab the dream book. But yeah, maybe maybe we could what go through like, it.
0: Traitor? Is that what as you're we, No,
1: under? trader. Okay, I'll explain that side of it. But I guess maybe maybe I should start from the beginning. Of how this thing worked out. Because there was even an intermission in my dream where I woke up for like an hour. And then I I was like, what the hell just happened? And then I went back to sleep and I was right back in it. So it was like, it it really was a movie or a play. But it started off with this. Okay. It started off with I'm hanging out and I'm walking down like a mean city street. Kind of like a New York street. And I was wearing almost like 70s clothes. You know, like 70s clothes and jackets and stuff like that, which I would probably, I think I'd, I'd do good in the 70s. So I was, I was walking down the street with that, and I realized, like, I was a cop. Okay, I knew I was a police officer, but I also knew I wasn't, like, a, and I, I wasn't uh, walking the streets as a police officer. And this may have come.
0: This is from our conversation yesterday about the undercover Shit, cop. Shit, that's
1: what it is, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, all right. So it's well, that like answers an undercover cop,
0: always a cop.
1: I was an undercover cop. Holy crap, that's where that came from. Of
0: course that's where it came from.
1: Okay, so I was walking down the street as... Well, I
0: know you were working all day yesterday. This was the only social interaction you had all day, so of course your dream would come from that. Yeah. Or that, or you'd be dreaming about taxes and not your kind of taxes, like actual taxes.
1: No, no, I, yeah, I was uh, up, I don't know how late I was. Uh, Yeah, working on that stuff yesterday. So, okay, so I was walking down the street, but here's the key, though. So I was walking down the street just as a cop. I wasn't, like, involved in anything, but my, I looked over to my left... And I realized I had a partner who was, like, just walking a little bit behind me.
0: Like a, like a life partner or like a business partner? No, like a... Uh, like a cop like a, partner. Like a partner, you the know. So, undercover cop partner.
1: Yeah, cops always have partners, you know. On the, Even on if least they're a, undercover? Yeah, on, well, I don't know. Sometimes, at least on the shows, they, on, the, on the movies. I they, think
0: you're making up things because you don't know about undercover cop partners.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure they have... Sure. ...partners. There's other undercover officers. Wouldn't it be officers. hard enough
0: for one cop to be undercover, let alone have a partner? No, they have, they have to also have, be undercover. Well, no, it just or depends.
1: Then? It depends on what it is. Sometimes they bring in somebody else. You know, if they're if they're playing the game, they got to have another partner in there. And this guy. Well, anyway, my partner was also undercover. And so it was to my left. And it was a celebrity undercover partner, which would make it kind of awkward to be undercover. But nonetheless, was it Britney Spears again? No, it wasn't. It's not that kind of dream. It's not that kind of dream. What I'm talking about is like this is a, a, a cop partner. Like the undercover partner, and it was, it was Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers was my was my undercover like compatriot. That's weird. It's very strange. Now I'm not well, it's an because Aaron Rodgers. You really
0: like his uh, is, is it his wife was girlfriend? What is she? Um, I mean, what's her name again?
1: Olivia Munn. Yeah, Olivia I Munn. I think they're engaged. I don't know if they're married or not. No, I used to like her. She used to be high up but she's she's not on my list anymore. She's too she's strange.
0: She's too skinny.
1: Yeah, she lost too much weight. Yeah, she looks a little yeah, alien. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. So but so so it was Aaron Rodgers and we were like buddies. You know, it was like a buddy team. And so maybe we're, you
0: were looking from the perspective of Olivia Munn and she, and he was your life partner.
1: I'm not looking uh, no, I was not Olivia Munn in this. No, I Are was, you sure
0: did you see yourself in a mirror?
1: And yeah, no, I looked at myself. I was like the classic 70s it's undercover guy. true. If you were Olivia Munn, you wouldn't have mustache, done anything except for just... I had a
0: mustache. I had... You would have just stood in the corner and played with your boobs all night.
1: If I were Olivia Munn? Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. That, that's a weird concept. I don't know if I agree with... I know that's the cliche thing. that's just a weird concept. Are you
0: saying to me. that if you weren't in an attractive if, if you didn't swap places in the attractive female body you wouldn't? I
1: don't like the swapping places things. I don't know. It feels Maybe weird you don't to me. like
0: the swapping places.
1: like the swapping thing. places or, or like bodies movies. I'm like, oh, that just sounds oh, like really Freaky awkward. Friday or yeah yeah or or uh what's the one with or no, Tom Hanks, he just became a kid, right? Did he, yeah, switch, that's big. did he switch places with somebody, or he just became a kid?
0: No, he became a child version, yeah. a version of himself. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't
1: like another person that became an adult that was. Oh, no, child, he was, was a there? kid
0: that became an adult. That was. Yeah, it was. he was a kid that yeah. became an
1: adult, but there wasn't an adult that became a kid, was there?
0: No, he was missing during that time. Okay, they couldn't find him. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. Someone says he became Tom Hanks. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. He was a kid, <laughs> a kid who became an adult, which was Tom <laughs> Hanks. Yeah, because that's that one, and then there's Freaky Friday, and then there's all those other ones, too, that are... there. There's, there's so many different w- ones of those. Wait, anyway, so why
0: did, what makes you uncomfortable about it?
1: I don't know. It just seems weird. That would seem... If I was so suddenly in somebody else's body?
0: So you're saying that if you, all of a sudden, were in a hot girl's body, and you knew uh, that you were going to be Hey, it's a not something while, I think about. Okay, but I'm... Well, now you're thinking about it. So you're saying that if, like... Let's see. Who's your number one? All right. Say for... Say all of a sudden... No, but that's not
1: how I look. I don't want to be Olivia Munn. I'm just asking,
0: if you were, like, I say, if to... you switched bodies with Britney Spears, for example, and you knew that you like, were going to be Britney Spears for 15 minutes, would you play with your own boobs?
1: I mean, I I guess, but that's just not really, that's not how I look at that. Like, again, I don't want to be Britney Spears. I want to be with Britney Spears. There's, a, There's a big difference there. I want to be on the uh no there's just something disturbing about that but that whole concept it just I don't know
0: you would totally you would think it was disturbing until you're just like what
1: I don't I think you're the one that would be doing this you see it clearly seem obsessed with it
0: no we're talking about you and your weird dream
1: uh huh mhm um so all right there's no I was not that I was myself in the dream I was I was myself I had a mustache that was the one difference you know and had some cool glasses on and a cool like, like what are
0: cool glasses to describe cool glasses
1: uh the kind of glasses I wear now like the big, big like cop glasses undercover cop glasses like aviators yeah is that what you call those yeah aviators oh yeah <laughs> I'm not much of a sunglasses guy <laughs> I mean I used to have Oakley's so and then I then I uh I had like a corduroy jacket on and I'm like walking around it's
0: still part of your cool outfit
1: yeah, still part of my cool outfit. Okay, with you. And then Aaron Rodgers, your top
0: glasses and your Corduroy jacket.
1: Yeah, my buddy okay. Aaron Rodgers, who's like a couple of feet behind me, he's walking on my left. And he's like looking out. You know, he's got my back, and we're chatting. We're like, "Yeah, man, all right, we got to go meet the."
0: But he's got your back, so you're like number one, and he's number two.
1: Yeah, I was. No- yeah, I was number one. Of course. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was my number two, and so, so Aaron Rodgers is is like, "Hey, man, yeah, we got to go. We got to go uh, to the meetup. You know, we got to make make the drop. That's what it was. We got to go make the drop." And I'm like, yeah, man, we're on it. And so we're walking down the mean streets like Brownstones, like New York style. And we're walking down there to this meeting.
0: And Greg was just uh, uh, like walking in his chair. He was showing how he's wearing. It was like cool guy. It
1: was cool guy. Like my shoulders, like your shoulders go up and down a little bit. And, you know, you got a little bit of a swagger. Walking down the street, you look like you're having like some sort of seizure. No, I was I had I had my swagger as I was walking down the street, you know, because I was a. So this co- is your
0: dream, all right. So you're walking down yeah, the street. I was like a with badass your, with your cop glasses, your corduroy jacket, and Aaron Rodgers heading up the rear. Yeah,
1: quarterback of the Green Bay Packers heading up the other side, mm. and and you know, you know, I'm a street guy. I'm a street tough kind of kind of out kind of vibe I was putting off there, and so you know, we're walking down. People kind of take notice. They're like, "Oh yeah, what's up? What's up?" Like I have respect. I have cred on the streets. And so we walk to this to the drop to go make the drop. This is all happening in the dream. I don't know what we were dropping, uh, but it was in a brown package. So it's like brown paper wrapped up. Almost looks like a like a butcher's package kind of thing. And so I'm I'm making the drop. And we go in, and this is where, this is where it gets a little bit stranger, okay.
0: Oh gosh, it gets strange now. Okay. It gets weird I'll weirder. start paying attention. Yes.
1: No, it gets it gets a lot weirder. And we get to the drop and we walk into this shop. It's like a little corner shop, like seventies New York corner shop, like a little like deli. Like a bodega? Um like a no a deli.
0: A deli, okay.
1: Yeah. So you walk into the deli and I put the stuff down on the counter, this package that I had in my pocket. I didn't even realize I had it. Was it,
0: it full but. of meat?
1: I don't know what was in it. Did you feel I any texture? Was yeah. it money? It felt heavy. I think it was drugs.
0: I Think it was drugs. Heavy, think, heavy drugs. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, like a tightly wrapped like package of drugs. Ooh, did it have
0: like twine and stuff?
1: Not twine. It had uh, tape. It was used wrapped ah, in tape. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. like a butcher's paper wrapped up, and
0: then it had like uh, clear tape. <gasps> that clear tape with the strings in it. Yes, I know exactly yep. what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do they still even make that tape? Oh, well, I would assume so. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that. I think they make it kid. on
1: cardboard boxes. I think they put it on there. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, That's a whole research project we can get into. So I, I set it down on the counter, and I look up to see who is taking the package. And lo and behold, behind the counter, it's Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano... As who I'm handing the it's package so off to. What is
0: wrong with you?
1: So I hand the package off to Tony Soprano in the deli. He's behind the deli, though. He's not like he's not really Tony Soprano, but it is. It's James Gandolfini, and and so so I hand him off, and I look back. You know, my partner Aaron Rodgers is like looking around, but Aaron's being a little bit dodgy. He's being a little suspect. And it's, well, he
0: is suspect, and he is a little dodgy.
1: Yeah, and so people are looking at him, and they're like, and and Tony kind of looks at me, and he's like, "What's going on with him?" And the,
0: so it wasn't James Gandolfini; it was well, just Tony say it was Soprano. Tony. They
1: never he never actually said his name.
0: So was it was it the actor or was it the character of
1: Tony Soprano? I guess it was the character of Tony okay. Soprano. All right,
0: that's just, it's. I think or is it's,
1: James Gandolfini playing? I think it's a important to clarify. Answer. Yeah, it was basically Tony Soprano because there's other characters from Sopranos <laughs> that came into it. It's
0: being speculated that uh, your dream world, uh, that, that you might uh, perceive it as like your dream world being your real life and your mm-hmm. real life being a dream. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, because everything that <laughs> it's the least surprising dream ever because everything that you would like is in the dream.
1: Well, there's a twist that comes. Oh. There's a, there's a twist that happens with this. So right now, I'm still the undercover cop. Like, I'm trying to frame Tony Soprano into this. But Tony starts looking at Aaron, and he's like, I don't like to look at him. I don't he's know what's going on with him. Yeah. he's like, I think Oh, he he's, trusts you. Yeah, he trusts me. He's like, I think he's a cop. I'm like, I don't know, man. You think he's a cop? But you were a cop, too. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm like, I don't know. Is, is he a cop? He's like, yeah, man, I think he's a cop. Like, we got to take him out. I'm like, all right. Well, if that's what we got to do, you know, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll see if this guy's really a cop. He's like, okay, come back to me and let's find out. And so we go off and I'm with Aaron and I'm like, Aaron, dude, he knows you're a cop. You're really bad at this. And so we're back out on the street and I'm like, you got you to get lost. Like, we got to make it look like I killed you. And so he's like, all right, that sucks, um, but I'll see you later. And so Aaron Rodgers took off because he was, he was already made. He was made as a cop. But that made me look better in the eyes of Tony. All right. And here, here it comes. All right. At this point, I'm like, okay, I'm still, I'm starting to like this guy. I'm hanging out with him. Wh- which one, Tony? Sprint? Tony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun to hang out with. You know, there's a lot of, you know, beers, and you're hanging out with like strippers and stuff. And so, so here's what it is. He's like, you know what? I found out something. I'm really pissed off about it, and I'm. This is, okay, and, and right right now was, too, when I, when I woke up for my hour intermission. He's like, I'm really pissed off about it, and I need to talk to you about this. And I wake up. Um, Vicky's asking, how do you remember so much of your dreams? Because I wake up, and I write it all down onto a notepad. And so that way I can hmm. try to remember these things. And so I wake up, and it's about an hour later, and I go back to sleep. Boom, I'm right back in it. That's weird. It's really weird. Mm. And that happens to me a lot, though. Once I'm in something, like, that, once I go back to sleep, I just snap right back into it. And so I'm back there with Tony Soprano in this, like, dark bar. And he's like, I'm going to tell you what I'm pissed off about. I found, I found out there's a guy that's trying to kill Bigfoot. And <laughs> this, is, this is what he told me. I'm like, what? He's like, Yeah. This son of a bitch is trying to kill Bigfoot and he missed him, but he's going to go back out and hunt him again. And I can't, I can't take it. And at this point, this is when I flip because I get so pissed off too in this dream that, that there's somebody out there to trying to Bigfoot. hunt Bigfoot no. that I tell Tony, <laughs> I tell Tony, I'm like, look, all right, this is fucking bullshit. I'm just going to tell you right now. I've been a cop this whole time, but I'm giving that up, and I want to work with you to put a stop to this. And, you know, he's mad at first. He's like, you're a cop? I'm like, yeah, but not anymore. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And so now I'm one of him. Now I'm one of them. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I gave that up. I'm not a cop anymore. Now I'm on the inside. And he's like, all right, well, you're part of us. You're part of the mafia. I'm like, sweet. So just like that, I joined the mafia. Oh,
0: my gosh, wow. So It was really dream, easy. It's like... You're just floating from one career to uh-huh. another. Like, you're going to start off as an undercover cop and then you become a mafia member. Like,
1: that became a mafia. Pretty member. good
0: dream. And you're trying and to was save quick. Sasquatch.
1: Well, and that's the thing. We get to that because the guy who was trying to shoot Sasquatch, he's in the hospital. It turns out he's in the hospital for some surgery. And so.
0: Do you have to kill him while he's in the hospital?
1: This is where Tony asked me. He's like, I know you were an undercover cop. Can you go undercover in a hospital? And get to this guy. We've tried to get to him and we can't get to him. Because they want to They want to put him down so he can't hunt Bigfoot anymore. I'm like, you know what, Tony? I can do it. I can do it. And so they get me all set up in like a doctor's outfit. And I go into the hospital. In
0: a doctor's outfit, everybody.
1: Yes. like the blue, He's in
0: a doctor's outfit.
1: Yeah, I got like the blue things on and like a, a white overcoat. A smock? Yeah, smock and like a white overcoat and like mm-hmm. stethoscopes and all that shit. And I go into the hospital. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like they gave me... They just told me to it's get being said,
0: "You can't even make up a more Greg-esque dream.
1: <laughs> scrubs, yeah, I was wearing scrubs. And, scrubs, and and but with the white overcoat that makes you a doctor, like the white like cape. But you're kind not of a thing. doctor
0: unless you have the white overcoat. Yeah, that that's... and the stethoscope around your neck. I mean, yeah. either that or else they'll they'll take away your credentials. No, I had
1: all that stuff. If you don't
0: have the white coat and the stethoscope, you're not a real doctor.
1: I had all that stuff, and I go into the hospital, and I'm I'm walking down the halls, so and I don't know where this guy is. And I'm walking around. I'm trying to find him. And then, as I'm walking, I start noticing other people from The Sopranos are hanging out in there. And they look at me, and they know I'm undercover for was them. Was it the
0: girl that you do your taxes to? Was she there?
1: No, she wasn't there. Oh, no, she was, No, she wasn't in it. It was uh, Polly Walnuts, you know, was there. And he like gave me a nod. They like <laughs> look at me, but they didn't want to say anything. They're just like, like you're doing good. And uh, Syl was there, and he nodded at me. And then Christopher was there too, and they all nodded at me. But I keep going through, and I'm trying to find— Was Johnny
0: Cakes. there, or whatever his name was? Hotcakes? Oh,
1: Johnny Cakes? Johnny Cakes. No, Johnny Cakes wasn't part of the mafia. Okay. No, Johnny Cakes was who the one dude was— Well, he had a
0: part of the mafia in him.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's different, though. That's a different Mm. side story. Johnny Cakes was not part of the mafia. So I'm walking through the hallways. I'm trying to find this guy. And I finally get up to the floor where I think he's at, and he's got cops guarding him other people want to take out this guy who's trying to kill Bigfoot. And he's sitting there, he's in the hospital bed, and he's wearing a camo hat. Was
0: and it Bobo the Squatch Hunter?
1: It wasn't Bobo the Squatch Hunter. <clears throat> and I'm looking at the cops, I'm like, how do I get around this guy? How do I get there? And I started formulating my plan, I started talking to the police officers, and you know, I, 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 gotta, I gotta inspect this guy, I gotta talk to this of guy. Of course you do. And boom, that's when my alarm went off and I woke up. And I didn't get to him. So
0: you never found out who it was? Who what? Who the, who the guy was that was trying to kill Sasquatch.
1: Nope. Just some guy. I don't know who he was. I was almost ready to go into his... I was close to getting into his room. And then I could have, like, messed with his IV or something. Didn't get in there. Yeah, how
0: would you even have even gone about trying to kill somebody?
1: I don't know. I didn't get to that part in the dream. Maybe I that's why your maybe brain I would have was
0: injected just, something. Maybe your brain was just like, "All right, you can't go any further than this. You don't know what you're doing.
1: You don't know. You don't know how to kill somebody." Yeah. And I don't kill people in my dreams, so that's really not. That would have been a, a new thing. Although I was so pissed off that this guy was trying to kill Sasquatch, that I I probably could have gone through through with it in the dream. This guy was in my mind. He was an evil man. In my dream.
0: Well, of course he was. I mean, if he's trying to kill Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. And I had you know,
1: to try something to Something that to has
0: it. been proven, no nor disproven to exist yet.
1: So anyway, that was my dream last night. And I switched so quick from, from good guy to uh, mafia member. I don't know what it all means.
0: Hmm. Well, it didn't seem like you were a good guy to begin with because it seemed like you were a pretty dirty undercover cop. If you're mm-hmm. dealing drugs not No, I was making the someone, drop and then you're going to murder somebody else because No, I did They said some shit about Sasquatch. Well, no,
1: I was going to murder that guy because you he wanted to hunt like Sasquatch. You don't sound
0: like like a upstanding messenger of the law.
1: Well, this guy wanted to Well, no, I, I switched I left my law enforcement ways as soon as I found out this was happening. Plus oh, the no, law no, was yes, protecting you, the guy. Yeah, you
0: changed sides really I mean, quick. the
1: police officers were protecting this guy. So I had to get try to get around them to get to the get to the Sasquatch killer. And that's what I had to try to do. I had to do what I had to do. Uh,
0: Brahim and Han are congratulating you on protecting the Squatch community. Thank you. Because that protection is vital.
1: It is. It is vital. Somebody had to do it, and I had to put a stop to this. I will commend
0: you for that if you can find any proof that you're actually protecting something.
1: Well, I am. I mean, it's out there, clearly. There's a law going into place in Olympia right now for the state of Washington where it's going to be their cryptid, and we all know that. So I I was doing my part. and I mean, hero is a strong word. I guess, maybe not a hero. Oh, boy. Because I was skirting the law, but at the same time, it had to be done. You know, somebody had to do something, and I stepped up to the you plate. You didn't
0: do anything. You didn't even make it into the room. You woke up.
1: Well, I was close, and my alarm went off, and then I, and I had to stop. But I was close. I was ready to talk my way into it. I had my lab coat on my, and my blue my scrubs, smocks or whatever they were. Your smocks. My smocks. And uh, yeah, I was I was pretty close. I was pretty close to doing it.
0: Wow! So you almost did something.
1: Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. Almost did what I had to do. Anyway, that was my dream. If you have any ideas on what all this means, please uh, send an email funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Let me know.
0: I dreamt last night. I don't have very much on it, but I was in um, in a museum, but it was also like the new set for the Ghostbusters movie, and uh, there was I was in like this. Uh, Basically, like a ride, like an amusement park ride, and it was going all like up and down and through this like giant library, and uh, and Slimer was there. It was very strange, hmm. but it was just like a historical museum, and then like just so happened to be like Ghostbusters is being filmed there, and Wait, so you, you
1: weren't in Ghostbusters; Mm-mm. they were just filming Ghostbusters. I wasn't. They
0: were filming Ghostbusters, and I was just it was like on it Like Kristen some... Wig
1: or something was there? Or...
0: No, I think it was it was the original cast, but I can only see the backs of them. Like oh, they were okay. still, you never like, actually filming. saw their faces. Mm-mm. I saw Slimer, but there was
1: a ride there.
0: There was a ride, and all I was doing was, like, basically just, like, uh, kind of just riding this roller coaster thing through this giant, this giant, like, library building, which was pretty cool. Aaron huh. Duran was there, too. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny, cause, because I'm just like, Aaron, do you see that ghost? He's like, oh, yeah, we should do a ghost investigation. I'm like, totally.
1: Wait, so there was a real ghost there?
0: Yeah, Slimer was there.
1: Oh, he actually was there, mm-hmm. floating around.
0: Yeah, and then there were, like, all these weird things. Like I kept seeing things out of the corner of my eye. But...
1: Was he eating food?
0: Mm-mm. It was just kind of floating around. The ceiling was so high, I could barely see the top of it. It looked like something out of like Harry Potter or something. Wow. Yeah, it was, I mean, I have these like really elaborately decorated, yeah, like huge like museums and um, and worlds and I, I've told you before, I dream a lot about like water slides. I have water parks in my dreams yeah, a lot. I like water parks. A lot of things that go from like water slides to uh, some sort of some sort of like ride, some sort huh. of like carnival ride, and then I can fly in most of them. Wow. I was flying last night.
1: Yeah, see, I don't get the flying thing. I can never fly. I can never fly in my dreams.
0: One of the other things that I can I've breathe underwater. Recently, though. I can't breathe underwater because I never go underwater in my dream. If I have the chance, Uh-uh. I don't like the water. Um, but what I've been noticing recently is I'll be, I'll be trying to ride my bike, and then my bike keeps getting taller and taller, like a tall bicycle, but it's like super tall, like like eight stories tall. And I'm trying to. I'm looking down, and I can see this tiny map of. Like, where I'm supposed to be going. I can see the roads and everything, but I'm super high up, and I'm trying to, like, go around people on this bike that's, like, eight stories tall. Are you rolling over people? No, not rolling over people, but I'm trying to, like, not, uh, like, get hit by a car or do Uh anything, but I'm just, like, way above everybody else, but I'm on a bicycle. Wow. It's really actually kind of freaky, because then I can never figure out how to get off, so I'm, like, trapped on this bicycle.
1: Oh, yeah, you're stuck?
0: Yeah, riding around, like, eight feet, you know, like, eight stories above the city. What do you do? I just ride it until like I jump until I remember I can fly and then I jump off of it.
1: Yeah, that flying thing, I am pretty jealous mm. about
0: that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Yeah, I can swim wherever I want. I can breathe underwater. I have a protective shield around me, usually in my dreams, a clear shield. So nothing can eat me. It works in space too. I can fly in space. Just not on earth.
0: I can fly I can fly in every dream as long as I remember that I can.
1: That'd be a nice little thing to have.
0: And it's kind of cool because I'll just sit there and I remember how to do it every time because what I have to do is I just stand there and that's kind of, it's weird because I remember how to do it in every dream and I remember how to do it now, but it doesn't make any sense, but it works in every dream that I have. Okay. I mean, not every dream. Sometimes it doesn't work. But yeah, I just like kind of will it and then I can kind of just shoot off and control and kind of float around and then do whatever. Yeah, it's awesome. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. It's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's saying riding a tall bike in Southeast Portland is actually surprisingly common. It's true, but this isn't like a like a clown bike tall bike. It's just like a ridiculously tall, like not fun bike. Like it just keeps growing. Like a beanstalk. And it's I'm just like trying strange. to. It is, because I can I see all these tiny cars. I mean, Greg sees me, I'm like holding the handles and looking down, and I'm trying to like I'm doing these tiny motions, trying to get around people, so that I don't like nobody hits me or I don't fall down. They look like these tiny little cars. It's really creepy, actually. I don't like it. I don't like it. See, our buddy Ben, who uh, drives bus here in town, uh, said that he jumped last night that a guy tried to pay his bus fare with a banana, (laughs) and then couldn't figure out the bike rack. Bike rack. I've (laughs) never used the bike rack on a bus because I'm so scared that I'm gonna fuck it up.
1: Yeah, I don't really like it. Have you ever used it? I think I've used it. Once, one time, um, but I don't like doing it because it's it's nerve wracking.
0: No, I'm gonna do it wrong, and then my bike's gonna fall off, and the bus is gonna run it over, and then the bus driver, who's not Ben, will be uh, angry at me because I ruined, you know, everybody's trip.
1: I'm always afraid that yeah, either that or I, it's just gonna take me forever, and I'm gonna delay the bus, and then everybody will hate me.
0: No, that's exactly it. Yeah. I have such a fear. Like I know how to do it. Like you put it on there, and then you swing the arm thing over, and that's how you lock in your bike. I know I'm going to do something wrong. Yeah, you will. Just like how I knew when I was getting on the ski lift that one time when that person was dangling from my snowboard. Like, I knew that I didn't know what I was doing. And I told them to not try and get on the ski lift with me because I was probably going to fall off. And then in turn, the person that tried to squeeze on with me slipped off and was hanging from my snowboard. Like, just one of those instinctual things. I know I will fuck it up. I know I will. (laughs) I have a fear, but I just realized how scared I am of it. I really do.
1: Hear it. This is it, yeah. This, this is a is real fear you've got going
0: there. All right, slow world of crazy days. So let's get to it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Extell. And welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, did you know that Adolf Hitler's telephone still existed?
1: No. Well,
0: well now someone just bought it for $243,000. At auction. Who would Somebody who had $243,000 decided to buy Hitler's telephone? I mean, what the hell?
1: Why would you want Hitler's telephone?
0: I don't know. And if you had that much money, why would you spend it on Hitler's goddamn telephone?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just can't understand why you would want it. Put it in a museum somewhere, I guess, but...
0: Well, yeah, so this is a battered red telephone, which once belonged to Adolf Hitler. Um, has been sold at auction for $243,000. So this is his personal traveling phone, which he would take around with him while he was doing evil deeds. and It features an engraved swastika, and the Nazi leader's name on it was sold to an unidentified buyer, uh, which, yeah, who is unidentified because probably anyone who knows doesn't want to admit that he's, yeah, <laughs> two hundred
1: fifty
0: thousand dollars on Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah. Uh, so the seller, uh, let's see, so this is from the Alexander Historical Auctions in Chesapeake Bay, Maryland, which seems weird that Adolf Hitler's. Telephone ended up in Maryland.
1: I don't know, is kind man. kind of odd. People with too much money.
0: Well, they would describe the phone as Hitler's mobile device of destruction.
1: Yeah, so he used that phone to probably order terrible the things. Of hundreds
0: of thousands, of yeah, millions of no, people. no, nah. no. Why would you even want that kind of email? I don't
1: know, man. That's some bad vibes with that. I would Just even, thinking about it.
0: I wouldn't even want to touch that thing. No. No. So, uh, so what was recovered, so this is from the mass murderer's bunker, uh, recovered by British officer Ralph Rainer soon after the war ended, so he recovered both the phone and a porcelain dog that is also being sold at auction, which is equally as fucked up, because uh, the porcelain dog was, um, they think, might have been made by prisoners, and then Adolf Hitler had it in his bunker with him. Wow. So that was sold uh, for $25,000. So, uh, most auction houses, which is good... uh, I mean,
1: a museum, maybe. (laughs) You put that in a museum and then just see something like that. So, even
0: though they are considered historical objects, uh, many auction houses refuse to sell Nazi-related items. Yeah. Which I am okay with. Uh, So, Sotheby's and Christie's, which are the two huge auction houses, uh, do not trade in Reich memorabilia. Uh, Some items are outlawed for sale in France, Germany, Austria, and Hungary. So, you can't even sell that shit there. So...
1: Like I said museum. That makes sense. Put in mm-hmm. the museum.
0: Maybe the person just That's bought it Im- to destroy. That I believe it. is important. Yeah. Maybe he bought to destroy. All right. Next up, a man has been arrested after he was accused of hitting his girlfriend with a sex toy after she told him that he was unable to satisfy her needs. (laughs) Eric Pritch, 42 years old, was arrested on a battery charge which was reported at 3 a.m. when everyone makes great decisions uh, on February 7th. So this happened in Florida. Uh, The 58-year-old woman identified as the victim of the sex toy hitting uh, flagged down a deputy when she ran out of the house and asked him to call the police saying that she had been hit by an object. The deputy told her uh, he was the police and asked her to tell him what happened she said that her live-in boyfriend eric pritch uh hit her as because they were ha- when they were having sex she told him quote you're not a man you're a mouse
1: Wait, that's in what he- <laughs>
0: reference that's the direct quote in reference to his I inability am not a mouse. <laughs> to perform the woman who smelled strongly of booze said that uh he hit her with a sex toy and the cord of the sex toy The investigator saw no marks on her. Meanwhile, Pritch said that uh, he was extremely drunk, but denied striking the victim with a sex toy or at all. Uh, The report states we did not locate a sex toy allegedly used by Pritch to strike his girlfriend. Well, he was arrested and taken to jail. No word if somebody paid his bail.
1: Taken to jail? Even though there's no... Yeah, I don't... I mean, if... Okay.
0: That's just the thing that's happening. That's the thing that's happening, yeah. That's the thing that's happening. How do you spell his last name? P-R-I-T-C-H. Or <sighs> All right, got a story oh, out of... Oh, boy. Okay. New Zealand. <laughs> I'm not a mouse. <laughs> I'm a man. Story out of New Zealand. So, this is how New Zealand's different from other countries. New Zealand is now facing... An onslaught of garden gnome thefts because people are using garden gnomes to sell them to purchase meth.
1: Wait, really? There's enough of a black market garden gnome?
0: Yes. Circuit? Yes, so New Zealand is saying now a spate of garden gnome thefts is linked to a trade in methamphetamine in New Zealand. So officers in the North Island region of Hawke's Bay found more than 300 stolen gnome ornaments at a property... That was having its power caught up, uh, cut off after running a huge bill. So, a missing gnome—they've uh, started to assess in this particular county—is the result of drunken hijinks. But and that is usually the result of a drunken drunken hijinks. I mean, who didn't when you were a shithead teenager? Like, yeah. I mean, now I feel bad about it when I see people with like their decorated yards. I'm, I remember stealing like, I remember borrowing. Whatever. It was like, 25 years ago. Uh, one of those glass mirror balls.
1: That was probably really expensive. I know. I feel like an asshole. Yeah, that's kind of...
0: I feel like I've done a lot of good since then. It's kind then. of an asshole move. Yeah, I know. I was like 14, okay? Ew. I bet you, you did were horrible You were a
1: real things. shithead. No, I didn't steal things from people's houses. I did steal road signs. I mean, that's I didn't. worse. I did not. I didn't. That's I didn't do worse. that at all. I was with somebody who did, and that person did it a few times.
0: Like stop signs? Don't say stop signs. No, 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 no. Road signs? Because stop signs can, like, kill somebody.
1: Oh, my God. We're not talking about going into the, a major city's intersection and... Yes, no, nothing like that. Remember, I grew up out in the country.
0: Yeah, and I grew up in a small town when I stole the mirror ball. I feel bad about it if I remembered where those people lived, let alone... Yeah, yeah you're mail. trying
1: to really put this on me now because you're feeling so bad about what you did. <laughs>
0: Just saying. There's mirror balls and there's creating dangerous situations.
1: Yeah, well maybe you ruined somebody's
0: I probably ruined somebody's day, yes, I realize yeah. it. I've thought about it many times over the years, and I wish I could make it better. Which is why I try to be a good person and do as you know, as good
1: Steal as little as possible.
0: I don't steal. Do I steal? No, I don't steal. Ooh. Have I still... I, I'm trying to remember last time I... I don't think I've stolen anything. No, I'm not... I'm, not <laughs> I'm glad you had to think it through. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so the big fashion in New Zealand right now is stealing garden gnomes, and they take them to hawk them for methamphetamine. The garden gnome trade is all meth-driven. Such items can easily be sold in New Zealand to raise quick cash. So, uh... Yeah, I guess
1: Wow. I just didn't realize there's that still that big of a market for if garden they, gnomes. If
0: they were able to see my parents' yard, they would be so excited cuz like, my ka-ching. dad has so many gnomes. Yeah.
1: So it's not copper down there, it's garden gnomes. It's
0: garden gnomes. All right, so as well as the gnomes, uh police also found potted plants, garden statues, and along along with uh, some ornamental pink flamingos.
1: Pink flamingos are worth a now lot. No, get huh? this.
0: Most of the items had already been reported missing. And police say they're now going to try and reunite them with their owners. This is New Zealand. Like imagine the state of the shit show of the United States of America now, and right now New Zealand New Zealanders are calling the police in desperate search for their garden gnome <laughs> named Timmy that somebody stole. Named Timmy. That's like the big that's the big story.
1: Breaking news.
0: Somebody stole Breaking Timmy. News. Breaking news.
1: Well you gotta do more of a Murray.
0: Brit present? Ah, bunch
1: of rock stars, all you fellas. Prison. Out there stealing garden gnomes, huh? Causing damage and recklessness.
0: And finally, out of Iceland, the president of Iceland, Gudni Johansson, has now announced that he might ban pineapple on pizza.
1: What kind of monster is doing this?
0: Banning pineapple on pizza. Well, the president, Yo- is it Johansson? Johannesson? Sure.
1: Johannesson. What, what country again?
0: Uh, Iceland. Iceland. Johansson. Home of
1: Reka Vodka.
0: Oh, my gosh. Fine sponsor
1: of the Fun Employment Radio Are you Bingo talking Night? about
0: that vodka that I'm going to be drinking? At Landmark Saloon 4847 Southeast Division this Thursday? Yes, yes. February 23rd. Sign-ups at 6 p.m. Free to play. Yeah. Is that also the one that's volcanically filtered?
1: Yes, it's filtered through volcanic fields.
0: Oh wow, that's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's ice cold, delicious vodka.
0: Oh, that's good to know. Good like to know. Iceland. I thought Iceland was green and Greenland was icy.
1: Well, I mean, there's a little bit of that, but there's lots of ice in Iceland still.
0: Well, Johansson, President Johansson. Yeah. Now, what is this monster? All right. To do? Yes, he wants to ban the use of pineapple on pizza. How can he ban it? Well, he was talking about how pineapple on pizza is a world abomination. What? And if he could, he would get rid of it and make it illegal. So, uh, this is what he was doing when he was visiting a school in North Iceland. He said, while on the trip, well, while on the trip, students in a history class wanted to ask their president about his personal tastes on everything from his favorite soccer team, which is Manchester United, to the food that he hates the most. Uh, when one student and which she responded pineapple and pizza. When one student asked him uh, why he hated it, he launched into a tirade, <laughs> saying he just did, and explained he would ban the topping if he had the power.
1: Wow. I mean, I would ban mayonnaise, but that's different.
0: Now I now I'm like starting to feel like what other people probably felt like for years is like, oh look at that president, that was cool. He's like joking about like pineapple and pizza. That must be cool to have a funny president like that <sighs> all right there you have it i for one think pineapple on pizza is delicious
1: yeah i think it's great
0: the i like perfect the snap pizza. of it it's a little snap of the like get some good meat the salt and the sweet
1: let me give you a little pizza hack oh boy what you do is when you order the pizza or you make it you buy canned pineapple at the store first like 89 cents for the whole thing of it Then you have tons of pineapple. You can put on however much you want. You don't have to pay for an extra topping because we all know the perfect pizza is pepperoni, pineapple, Italian sausage, and green peppers. You need nothing else. That's it. Perfect pizza. All
0: right, there we go. All right, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. (laughs) I'm really glad that I got to learn that garden gnomes can be used as meth currency in New Zealand. Yeah, that's that's like I really feel like that's that's something that that. that I learned.
1: I did not expect that. Yeah. I'll admit. Um, yeah, man.
0: I mean, they are, by the, since I did say, you know, my parents, I
1: don't see many garden gnomes around anymore. See, my
0: dad does collect them. Well, I mean, I think he liked one gnome once, so therefore my mom's sister, and I, like, keep buying them for oh, him. Oh, yeah, so now
1: he's stuck. So yeah. now he,
0: we have, like, 20 in the yard, because they're like, look, Dad, it's another gnome. This one has a shovel. Right. I bought him a wrapping gnome. It didn't quite wrap. It, he wasn't Wait, a wrapper. a wrapping gnome? So it was a themed gnome. He doesn't wrap. Well, when we- work for the blazers i got him a portland trail blazers themed gnome yeah and then uh, a couple years ago i got him uh, a hip-hop gnome that's what it was called <laughs> in the box i sort of got oh, but it was no. h- it was hilarious and i had to he had like it was a hip-hop gnome he had saggy pants and a big Did gold rap chain about no but, he had a, no but he had a no but he had a backward hat it's just like all the gnome
1: a homie gnome
0: <laughs> a homie gnome that would have been so much better no, it was called like Hip Hop Gnome and it was on sale <laughs> oh, at, at some like garden little... center. I'm like, first of all, it didn't belong in the garden center because everything else is like, you know, a frog with a flower and a butterfly. And then there was like, please stop. Was the gnome
1: like had his arms crossed <laughs> he with sure his did. head tilted?
0: And he had a gold chain. Like, oh, no. And a backwards like he had a backwards hat, but it had like a gnome top. It was weird. Oh. And then sunglasses and baggy pants and like sneakers. Oh, my dad wow. wasn't as excited about that one as he was for other ones. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah, like I got to put this in my front yard. Oh God, that
0: one didn't make it into the front yard. <laughs>
1: oh wow, for some reason
0: it's, it was hidden in some over, uh, like overgrowth, and I haven't seen it.
1: Oh, oh. homie gnome. I think that's what it should be called, though. Yeah. For real, <laughs> what did it? Did it have like a play a button where you pressed it and like wrapped or something or?
0: No, no, it was just it. Just, it was just hip hop. That was just it. Okay. Just a ceramic.
1: Does he still bring it out when you come up to make it look like he has it in the yard or something? No, all the time? It's,
0: been, it's like buried in a bush. Oh, he hasn't even tried barely it. <laughs> I think I can see like, it. Oh, no, like, oh, it's up there. Yeah, it's still there. No, my dad. Oh, doesn't. I love it. Yeah. No, he's, he doesn't. He knows that <laughs> I don't care. And he doesn't give a shit. He's just like, oh, yeah, see? There it is. There's little feet sticking out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Okay. Um, Do you remember
0: David the Gnome? Did you ever watch that?
1: David the Gnome?
0: No. Oh, it was it Nickelodeon
1: show. Oh, see, I didn't get Nickelodeon. Yeah. I grew up out in the country I know, I know. didn't have that kind yes. of television. I love I had, how
0: everything from childhood always you have to start with. We have four channels. I grew channels. up out in the country.
1: We have four channels. We had uh, ABC, CBS, NBC. Is this because you
0: grew up out in PBS, the country? Yes,
1: because out in the country, you only had just the regular antenna. We couldn't get cable. And so even to watch those four channels, we still had to move the antenna depending on whether we get you know the Eugene KZI or whether we'd get to Portland Station. And that was, uh, that was all, we, all we could do. So usually it was just kind of one or two channels at a time. Oh, okay. You could watch. And then that's what you're stuck with. You know, you got to make your own entertainment. So no, I did not see your fancy gnome television channel or whatever it is that you guys had with your slime show or whatever. I remember hearing about that where... Oh, you can't do that on television? Was, uh, yeah, people got slimed. And oh, was, boy, the talk of the town. All the kids talking about it. And I would have no idea. They're Nickelodeons or they're... uh, How would the kids in the town talk about
0: it if you all lived in the same town and nobody could get cable?
1: No, everybody could get cable in town. I didn't grow up in town. That's what the key part of the story, I believe you just made fun of me for it, was I grew up out in the country, outside of the city. The city is not country. The
0: city? Which is the city? The small town? Monmouth
1: Independence is the city. It's
0: not a city. Well,
1: that's the town. And I grew up like 10 miles outside of that. Okay. No, out. People in town they have like running water and like we're, it's not that kind of thing. We don't have outhouses. You have septic tanks. So uh, we, but in town, though, I mean, they had all the normal amenities. They all had cable. I just didn't because they didn't have it out there.
0: Oh, it's, uh, our friend Courtney in the chat says she can relate to you. Uh, she only had one channel. Did you have more than one channel?
1: Yeah, depending if we whoa, how we aimed whoa. it. Whoa, yeah. whoa! Hey, so
0: pump the brakes here. Courtney only had one, so yeah. I don't think you need to like sing your song of no, sadness. No, I get it.
1: No, no, that's that's definitely less than we mm-hmm. had. No, we were able to because we were able to pick up Eugene channels sometimes. So that's kind of where it where it happened. Mm-hmm. But OPB that always came in. That was always safe. Could watch that.
0: Okay. Anyway, David the Gnome was yeah. not the greatest show, but it was kind of magical.
1: Yeah,
0: it was a family of gnomes.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. The end. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, no idea what you're talking about.
0: Yep. Anyway, must have been nice.
1: Um, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up. I was, I did have, I do have kind of a uh, A Squatch Watch. Wait, a Squatch Watch? I have a little bit of a Squatch Watch. All right. That might kind of pair well. Are
0: you going to tell your dream again?
1: No, I'm not going to tell my dream again. Okay. Um, well,
0: because I had Sasquatches in it, so
1: I don't know. Yeah, I already talked about that. No, this is something different. This is an essay that has appeared.
0: What? I do think there's a in these words. Why did it fade down squash? I don't know.
1: You realize it's... Millions of people use iTunes every day. Yeah, and,
0: and they hate they, it. They, they... This is why I've, I've...
1: But there's also millions of other programs you can use. To play things off of that they've invented other players because seventeen. Um, okay, this story comes from, is a tale and it's a tale that somebody posted and I believe, I'm just going to give you kind of the highlights, but I'll encourage everyone to go read it because it will change your mind about going outdoors in the Pacific Northwest. And it happens to a person in the 90s it's a person by the name of David and a woman he was with oh, and he's God. just coming out, he's just found the bravery to talk about this now
0: David the gnome just saying.
1: oh I didn't even yeah. think about that
0: uh-huh.
1: and he's going camping and they went camping, it was late at night and as they were sitting there camp- camping they started hearing clacking on rocks Am I and I then supposed lo to and play? behold okay, what? a woman he was camping with was dragged out of her tent
0: Oh, God. Did she become a
1: forest wife? I don't think she became a forest wife. She returned, but there was a woman drug out of her tent and by a Sasquatch. And when they went back to their car, there was, like, sticks on it and stuff like that. Sticks? So, yeah. So, anyway, the bottom like line is be careful fruit. when you go camping. Because this guy wrote an essay about a woman being drugged out of a tent. And
0: also you should totally watch Willow Creek and read that essay before you go camping next time.
1: Willow Creek's pretty good. Well, <laughs> but anyway, there it is. So that's the story.
0: Okay, you guys. Be careful out there. Be careful.
1: Don't get drugged out of a tent by a Sasquatch. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squaw! But everybody's a little bit more careful now. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. So just much. just think. Just think first. Before it's just you do really
0: cool of you to like look out for other people.
1: Well, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean I'm doing what doing what I can. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that, doing what I can, I do want to remind people that tax season is upon us. Oh, it sure is. Oh, it is. <laughs> Always make sure you enter your taxes correctly. Because otherwise you're gonna spend hours fixing it before you take it into the tax person, which is H&R block.
0: And then you might have to reschedule your tax meeting because you accidentally did them incorrectly.
1: Yep, because you didn't keep track of your records correctly. Uh,
0: that's something that could could happen.
1: And so you're going to spend the next 12 hours today correcting that problem. That's your own doing, but nonetheless, it's it's going to be a long, long, long time. But day. once
0: you get that done, you can relax. Yes.
1: then you can relax because you take it into H&R Block. Uh-huh. H&R Block is the fine tax preparer for our company, and myself personally as well. And they, you can go uh, set up an appointment with Gilbert. Gilbert is our tax guy over at the Lloyd Center. Or their office is near Lloyd Center. It's about a block away. And you can give him a call, 503-233-0447. That's 503-233-0447. Set up an appointment with Gilbert. He'll make sure that you get all of the tax benefits that you qualify for, all the deductions that you can get. And it's a, it's a he does a great job with our stuff. So that's Gilbert at h and Block. Call now, set up your appointment,
0: 503-233-0447. I'm so excited for Bingo on Thursday. Yeah. So let us know. I'm going to post, uh, along with this show today, I'm going to post a link to our event invite. So why don't you go ahead and let us know if you're going to be coming or not, so we can look forward to seeing your faces.
1: That was me giving you a wink, too.
0: I haven't seen a lot of faces in the past week, so I'd like to see some some of our dear friends, so... Hope you can make it.
1: Coming out Thursday at the Landmark Saloon 4847 Southeast Division. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120 is the number to call.
0: Is that the number? (laughs) It
1: is indeed. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to be joined by Billy Wayne Davis.
0: Oh, I love him. We
1: had him on a few weeks, I don't know, a couple of months ago or something like that, a few months ago. And Billy is really, really funny. Oh,
0: he's great. Yeah,
1: Billy's great. Billy Wayne Davis, he's going to be on promoting an appearance that he's going to have in a couple of weeks. So he'll be joining us. Also, later in the week, it looks like, uh, I will just say it now, Dana Gould will be joining us.
0: Oh, very cool. So
1: Dana will be stopping by later on in the week as well. That is very cool. It's a good, solid week here for Employment Radio. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. As I said, we really, really do appreciate it. Send an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions on what's going on with my uh, with my dream situation. What? What, what? what are you doing over there?
0: I was just waiting for you to finish your sentence, if you have any ideas on what's going on with my dream situation. Sitting here waiting for you to finish. Let them know. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more.
1: Fun Employment Radio. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment I already Radio. I did that. I, I
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.